listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Top of the morning to you on this final Monday of January. For some of us on the show, I think we know the answer. How the heck are you? Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network. FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Thanks so much for being with us. Top of the morning to you, Mark. How are you? I'm all right, David. I have to be honest. I'm a little bummed out. I'm bummed out for Trent this morning. I'm bummed out for all my friends that are diehard Lion fans. It, it was an unbelievable gut punch yesterday to the Detroit Lions. It was awful. I, I felt just awful for Trent, our producer, who is a Lions season ticket holder and lives and breathes this stuff and wears Lions gear to work every damn day. I felt just awful for him. I left him alone during the game yesterday. Did you, were you texting? Oh no. Okay. See, see, we're pros. We've been through this. No, 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 no. Even when it's you know fourteen nothing, twenty one seven, twenty four seven. No, no, no. We're we're just just let them be. Let let's let this play out. Let let's let's you know, a lot of lot of game left. And, uh, yeah, that, uh, that's going to hurt for a long time. Yeah. Until you, until you get to that final game, that, that one's going to hurt. And, uh, you know, Mark, as a Detroit sports fan that you are with the exception really of the lions, as you have said over the years, I don't have the lions gene. You know, I want them to win for the people around me, but I was not one that was waving the pom-poms on Sunday for the Lions. You know, this reminded me a little bit of, you know, you're a big Pistons fan. Yeah. And for those of us of a certain age, you know, this to me had the feeling of, you know, 87 Isaiah throwing the ball away and letting that series against the Celtics go away where they don't go to the finals. And, and that Pistons team was able to come back the next year, get to the finals, lose a heartbreaker. But then they won back-to-back championships. You know, your wings in the 90s got all the way to the finals when they were supposed to, got swept, which was a shock. And then the next year, they were favored to win it all again. And you lost the series to the Avs with the Lemieux hit on Draper. And it was like, man, are the wings ever going to get it done? And then you won back-to-back cups. You know, you can only hope for the Lions fan that this is the beginning of a run. But But uh, this is the NFL. Right. This is a little more difficult to make a run. This is more like a crushing... you know, I know the Falcons got to the final game, but what have the Falcons done since 28-3? Not much. They've won one playoff game. Right. And quite frankly, in the last 25 years, unless you've had a Tom Brady or a Patrick Mahomes, you don't go on a run. Whew. When the ball is deflecting off your face... 
and the opponent is catching it for a 50-yard completion down to the four, that's when you begin to look around and go, there's some crazy stuff about to start happening. Because that's crazy. Did that just happen? So the ball hit the defensive back in the hands and the wide receiver catches it for a 50-yard completion? That happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. How about That's the fullback when... with a toe-drag swag on the sideline? And After Purdy evaded again a sack. I mean, yeah. you know, there was the two sacks back-to-back, what, fourth, early fourth? Yeah. But other than that, yeah, the IU catch was unbelievable. I just am throwing in a fullback with the toe the, drag swag on the left sideline. That's yeah. up there too. The Jennings catch. Oh yeah, it, yeah, one it happened. One handed, going yeah. up and grabbing. Yeah. Oh yeah. But obviously, what everybody's talking about today are the coaching decisions from Dan Campbell. And did we really think? that it wasn't going to at some point in these playoffs come down to Dan Campbell going for it and or going for two. I mean, I predicted in back-to-back playoff games that the Lions were going to lose, not to Tampa. I'm sorry, I picked against the Rams and against the Niners. I picked that they were going to lose by one because Dan was going to go for two in the win. I, I mean, come on, we knew. Deep down, we knew. Mark, I don't know about you, but early in my play-by-play career, I was broadcasting for my alma mater, and they had a really bad free throw shooter in the starting lineup. And all year, I kept saying, you know a game is going to come down to Chris Array is going to be at the free throw line shooting on one and one with the game on the line, right? I mean, you know it's going to happen. And sure enough, they're in the NCAA tournament, and they're about to knock off the defending champs. And they got a two-point lead with under 30 seconds to go. And who has to try to seal the deal from the free throw line but Chris Array? And, of course, he misses the front end of the one-on-one and the other team scores and beats him in overtime. And I, you just knew. I mean, all season long, you knew. I mean, come on. We knew this was going to come down to Dan Campbell saying, go for it. Let's go. Go for it. Apparently, but not – Burkhart and Olsen, because they neglected to talk about Dan Campbell's going for it and not taking points the entire second half. It was the storyline of the game, and they just neglected to bring that up. Well, they just said, you know, he, he this is how he coaches. But yeah. the other side of it is, is that both those, you know, look at, I know everybody wanted him to kick field goals. Those were... What, in the 47-yard field goals, of which the Lions kicker was not that good? Uh, I thought his numbers were... 77% from 40 to 47 years. They clearly just didn't trust him. And he well, did, Michael Badgley did join the team midseason. He's not. For I'm just saying, for what it's worth, because some people don't know all the context of it, that's all. Do you think if it was Matt Prater or Justin yes, Tucker? They would have kicked you, it, yes. You think if his kicker was Justin Tucker, he would have kicked? At least one of them. Because I don't. I don't. Not the first one. Not when they were when it was 24-10 and it was fourth and two from the 28. So that would have been a 46-yard field goal. I do not think he would have sent the kicker out there. I would like to think if he had Justin Tucker 
when he was down 27-24 with seven minutes to go, and it was fourth and three, and they were facing a 48-yard field goal that he would have sent Tucker out to tie the game. See, I, I think it's just the opposite, honestly, because I think once you've lost the lead, at that point you're playing to win. Nothing's going your way anyways. And again, on the on the first one, the play was there. We talked about both it just the, before both, we went on the both air. Both plays, the plays were there. The, the throw was behind a little bit on both. They both could have been caught. They would have been very good catches. But both fourth down plays were there. Live, 24-10, I'm saying kick the field goal. Now, Mark, like you said earlier, when they ran the ball on third and four, third and five, you knew that they had made the decision, we're going for it on fourth down. So I knew, like you, with the play call, I'm like, well, he's going for it. I would have kicked the field goal. Yeah, I never, I never said it out loud, David, just because of that reason. When they ran it, I, I'm like, I'm not arguing with Campbell because I already know he's going for it. But to me, I mean, you kick the field goal at the end of the half. Why then mid-third quarter would you also not kick the field goal? And I understand one was a chip shot and one would have been 46 yards. But, I mean, there's a 75 to 80% chance he's going to make that field goal. Quite frankly, it's a higher percentage than converting the fourth and two. And so, and obviously it keeps you up three scores. Right. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't have gone for it on fourth and goal from the three at the end. Because to me as a coach, you have to line up for the onside kick. I mean, that that's the whole purpose of that drive is to get to the onside kick. Okay, so I wouldn't have down 10. To me, they don't convert that play. The game's over. You have to get to the onside kick. I mean, to me, your job as a coach is to give your team the best chance to win. Well, you have no chance to win if you don't line up for the onside kick. So there were a lot of decisions that I had a problem with. And once again, you as the fan get to decide, are the playoffs different than the regular season? Because you're right. He coached the exact same way for 18 weeks. Yeah, late January is not week 12. I'm sorry. You manage differently in the baseball playoffs than you do on a Tuesday in June. Sorry. Do I think Dan Campbell hurt his team yesterday not as much as Todd Munkin hurt the Ravens but yes six rushing carries for Ravens running backs six against the 25th ranked rushing defense in the league who just gave up a buck 86 to Buffalo the week before and a mobile quarterback what the heck was that? And Lamar will get all of the blame because he did not have a great game throwing the ball. But to your point, David, the offensive game plan Woo. leaves you today shaking your head Woo. at a team who lives by the run deciding not to run 
in the most important game of the season for them. Miller and Moulton. Took four years, but we're getting a rematch. Same head coaches. One of the two quarterbacks is the same. Money's already coming in on Taylor Swift. I mean, Travis Kelsey. I mean, the Chiefs. If Taylor thought the CBS cameras were on her too much during the AFC championship game. Wait for 13 nights, young lady. Wait till she hops out of the box during the halftime show and sings a couple of riffs with Usher and then goes back in. Exactly. Miller and Moulton, great show lined up for you today. We'll go to Kansas City, Baltimore, and Detroit, the starting five in 25 minutes. You're listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 21 minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up with us, Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Chiefs Niners, a one seed and a three seed. Kansas City doing it differently. The Niners living oh so dangerously. And, oh, what heartbreak in Motown. You could taste it. It was right there. Ah. Do you second-guess Dan Campbell? We, that has to be our poll question, right? Do you agree with, you know, he was aggressive all year and went for it all the time. Do you agree with Dan Campbell's decisions to go for it in the NFC Championship game, yay or nay? And, and I'm fine with that. And, David, all I was really thinking, and this is maybe the Michigan background in me, and I know we don't do a show in Michigan. We're in Florida. I'm well aware of where we live and do our show on the Florida – Sports Network, but I was just thinking Lions next year. Win the oh, division, qualify as a wild card, or miss soon. the playoffs. Too no, 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 soon. no. It's actually the perfect time to do it. <sighs> well, and, and Dan already addressed it. Yeah. Post game, in which he said it'll be twice as hard to get back here. We're not sneaking up on anybody. You know, people will circle us on the schedule next year. We have to want it twice as much as we wanted it this year. Just to get back here. He he was very, very open, very honest. Do I think this is our last crack at it? No, but it could have been. He goes, I know how hard it is to get here. I mean, Dan did spend, what, 12 years in the league? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I mean, I don't know the exact number, but yeah, he... So, no, we, we could do that. I, you could do the same thing, by the way, with Lamar and the Ravens. I mean, that's the other thing. Your, your shots in the AFC. We know you have to keep going through that Mahomes guy, but then the rest of the conference is loaded up too. And how about so your own you, division with right. Burrow Hurt this year? Yeah, well, and it'll be the same way in your division next year. I mean, that's what we talked about for weeks, Trent is that this was the Lions' year to make it happen. Green Bay was in a, you know, take a couple steps back. Let's see how far we can go forward. They managed to get all the way back. You know, Minnesota had Cousins hurt all year. If They bring Cousins back. And then Chicago, seven wins, and they got 
two first-round picks, a ton of cap room, and whichever way they go, drafting a quarterback or keeping fields and building around them. I mean, that should be a playoff roster, especially in the NFC. If that general manager is doing his job properly, that should be a playoff roster with a question at quarterback when next season kicks off. And going all the way back to when the schedules came out and to when David and I made our predictions, David predicted the Lions to be the one seed this year. A lot of that had to do with the schedule that they were playing. Now, a first-place schedule, different division Mm -hmm. crossovers. Yeah, they'll have to play the Niners next year. Mm Mm-hmm. A recommendation in our Twitch chat room is who's got a better chance at playing in the conference championship next year, Lions or Ravens? Who has Lamar Jackson? <laughs> well, that would be the Ravens. Okay. He didn't play particularly well no, yesterday. No, he didn't. He, he played poorly. Yeah. He did not play particularly well. Of the four quarterbacks, you could certainly say, oh, he was the worst. How ironic that Brock Purdy beat the Lions with his legs and Lamar Jackson did not really impact the Chiefs with his. Man, we love sports. You can take everything that you know and you think you know and what teams have done over four months and you show up at that given day, that given moment, stuff happens. The pressure of the moment and it's not just players, it's coaches. How does Todd Moncton explain the fact that they rushed the ball six times? How do you, I mean, the most trail by all day was 10. How do you explain that? It's really unexplainable from an offensive standpoint because what is it that you do? You are a running football team. That's your and bread and it, butter. I mean, that's... What is it they don't do well, Mark? They're number four against the pass. What are they against the run? 25th. The Bills ran all... Why did... What were the Bills getting criticized for after their loss last week? That they didn't stick with the run in the third quarter. Brock Purdy wins an NFC championship game with his legs. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens don't use his in the AFC championship game. Bat blank crazy. Man, we love sports. I don't know, man. That museum, that art festival, that that long walk on the beach. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It doesn't beat three to ten yesterday. Mm-mm. I don't care. I don't care if it's Picasso and Rembrandt at the same festival. Don't care. Mm-mm. Nope. Just saying. Picasso and Rembrandt, huh? Yeah. That's the two. You, I mean, I, that's pretty two good ones to come up with. If you're going to come up with two. I thought I'd pick, you know, two. Of yeah. The, you know, no, no, no. You, you went biggie. I mean, that, that, right. That's huge. Way to go. I mean, what, what am I going to do? Andy Warhol? I mean, come on. I'm trying to get people to go, for goodness sakes. Ah, but boy, did sports deliver yesterday. All the extremes. 
outstanding. It is amazing when you get a game like the second one that had the ebbs and flows that it did, how it can drown out the first game. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. And even though the first game was close throughout, the Chiefs had a big decided edge in play in the first half, and that hangover carried over into the second half, even though Chiefs weren't even getting first downs. Do you know before the final drive that the Chiefs ran out the clock on, they had 33 yards in the second half. For as magnificent, and I don't know if Mahomes has ever played any better than he played in the first half. I mean, I don't know about you, Mark, but the guy I watched in the first half against the Ravens in the AFC Championship game, that's the best quarterback of all time. He was a tactician. And Travis Kelsey, I mean, apparently he played most of this year hurt. He ain't hurt now. I don't know. It looks pretty good for 34. I mean, Mahomes zips it all over the field. What do you go, 10 for 10 on the first drive? Completed 80% of his passes in the first half. But when the Ravens got that stop on fourth and one, kept them in it, that game was winnable, doable. And who knows what would have happened, right? If Zay Flowers hadn't... What a play by Snead, by the way. Great play. But I think we all, unless you're a diehard Chiefs fan, wanted to see the Ravens score there. And, oh, okay, 17-14, 14 minutes to go. Game on. All right, let's do this. Tough day for Zay Flowers. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a long week. Long off season. Yep. Tough day for Zay. Tough day for Lamar. And the Chiefs are champions. Again. And they showed us why. Again. Four Super Bowls in five years. In a sport that's based on parity. Salary cap and everything. I don't know. That seems pretty impressive. Miller and Moulton, the starting five is next. Thanks for listening, Florida Sports Network. You're listening to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. 22 minutes before the hour, Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. We'll head to Detroit in an hour, talk with Ronnie Duncan. He works for the CBS station there. Head to Kansas City, our friend of the show, Seren Petro. Heading back to a Super Bowl, this time in Vegas. And Vinny Serrato, longtime NFL front office executive, covers the Ravens. We'll pick up the pieces in Baltimore in a couple hours. What went wrong and is it reversible? Yesterday in Baltimore. Final Monday in January. Thanks for joining us. Time now for... The Starting Five. Five stories you need to know. It's The Starting Five on Miller & Moulton. Here's number one. 
Lions led 24-7 at the half. Stayed aggressive. Passed up a 46-yard field goal. Went up 24-10 on fourth and two from the 28. Incomplete. Then, after a miracle pass, after a fumble, a few Niners scores. Down 27-24, facing fourth and three, mid-fourth quarter. Passed up a 48-yard field goal. Went for it. Incomplete. Ended up losing by three. San Francisco, back in the Super Bowl four years later, 34-31 over Detroit. Brock Purdy, once again, at times looked rough, like against the Packers, and then at times looked really clutch. And Purdy's mobility, the big difference in the game. Who'd have thunk it? The Niners will face the Chiefs, which is who they faced in the Super Bowl four years ago. Kansas City with a tremendous defensive performance, and they forced three turnovers, two of them in the end zone. And they held off the Ravens 17-10. Travis Kelsey, 11 catches. He now has the most playoff receptions in NFL history. Passing some guy named Jerry Rice. Rice still has the TD and yards records for now. Fourth Super Bowl appearance in five years for the Chiefs. They're 2-1 and one in the big game. Super Bowl 58. Niners, for a second, opened as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Then it was two. When you woke up this morning, it was one. This could be a pick'em Super Bowl. For what it's worth, usually when you get a quote-unquote rematch, the teams that won the first time wins the second. Just saying. Look it up. A couple of other NFL notes. The Browns hired former Bills offensive coordinator and former Kane Ken Dorsey as their OC. I think Stefanski's still going to call the plays, but we'll see. And the Eagles hired former Cowboys and Chargers offensive coordinator Kellen Moore to be their OC. Final interviews in Washington. Ravens defensive coordinator, Lions offensive coordinator, believed to be the final two. NBA, this was the first tell that the Lions were not going to win. Because the Pistons and the Lions have not won on the same day since December of 2021. And when Detroit beat Oklahoma City 120 to 104, we should have known. We should have known. Uh, Orlando, they've been struggling. Yes, they have. Well, you know, you play the better teams and it's harder to win. Just saying. Uh, Devin Booker scored 44 for Phoenix, but it didn't matter because Orlando outscored the Suns by 18 in the fourth quarter. 
Magic with a 113-98 win. They're two games above 500. Same record as the Heat, by the way. Indiana's the sixth seed in the East. They beat Memphis by six. Two and a half games ahead of Miami and Orlando for that whole, you know, who's in the play-in and who's not. Atlanta's the 10th seed. They got a dunk with a second to go to beat Toronto 126-125. And the Bulls are the ninth seed. They won in Portland last night, 104-96. All-star breaks in eh, about a week and a half in the NBA. Uh, New York Knicks, Julius Randle. They're the hottest team in the league. They won six in a row, 13-15. Yeah, he dislocated his right shoulder late in the win against the Heat on Saturday. Now, he's left-handed, so that's a good thing, but they don't know if this is going to be, you know, days, weeks, end of the season surgery. They got to figure it out. And uh, coming up on his 10th anniversary as commissioner, because Adam Silver took over February 1st of 2014. Boy, nothing's happened during that time. Adam Silver is negotiating contract extension, which will keep him the grand poobah of the NBA through the rest of the decade. That's so he can, A, negotiate the new CBA, and I'm not sure what B was. Hey, David, we lost you for a second. A was to negotiate the CBA, and B was... B was expansion. Just wanted wanted B. We we you had a little glitch there, and it was like we're all hanging on for B. Well, I was just seeing if you were paying attention. College hoops. Top ranked UConn beat Xavier by forty three. Second ranked Purdue went to Piscataway, avoided the upset, beat Rutgers by eight. FAU avoided the big upset at home. They edged North Texas 66 63. Memphis could not avoid the upset at UAB, the 19th ranked Tigers losing by nine. Women's Hoop, South Carolina's 19 0. They beat Vandy by 17. South Florida, Florida, Miami, and Florida State, all winners in women's basketball yesterday. Hockey's at the All Star break. It's really weird, though. There were two games yesterday. There's like two tonight, one Tuesday. It's really weird. Everybody's not breaking at the same time. Now, the Lightning and Panthers, they're done. They got the week off. But uh, So Seattle doubled up Columbus 4-2, and the Blues edged the Kings 4-3 in overtime. For what it's worth, the Panthers have the second-best record in the East, if you haven't been paying attention. They're five points behind the Bruins for first. The Lightning have moved into third place in the division. If the playoffs started right now, it'd be the Panthers and the Lightning in the first round. Here's the deal, though. The Lightning may be a point ahead of Toronto, but the Maple Leafs have three games in hand. And they may be two points ahead of the Wings, but the Wings have a game in hand. So the Lightning have separated themselves in terms of making the playoffs, but playoff positioning right now is precarious for Tampa Bay. Hell of a golf and tennis weekend, Mark. Don't know how many people were paying attention. On Saturday, France's Matthew Pavon won the Farmers Insurance Open. He birdied 18 out of the rough to do it. There's now controversy. Have you seen the video? It looks as if Pavon clearly steps behind his ball with his shoe. 
you know, matting down the grass so that you could get your club face on the ball better? Hmm. Yeah. It's a bad look. Either way, curious if he'll be asked about it. It was not noticed by anybody during the live telecast and in the immediate moments thereafter. This was something that yesterday on social media was like, hey, anybody see this? Because you can't see the ball in the rough. And he ends up hitting an eight iron eight feet and winning. His caddy didn't want him to go over the, I mean, wanted him to play safe. I mean, so, it, you know, it was a bit precarious. And he said, I'm the boss here. I'm going to do it my way. So, uh, hell of a LPGA tournament yesterday. I know there were nine people who watched because of the whole NFL playoffs, but they had the drive-on championship in Bradenton. So, Nellie Corda's got a four-shot lead only for 16 holes. She stinks. She's five over par, including going bogey, double bogey on 14, 15, and 16 to blow the lead. In fact, she's three back of Lydia Ko after Ko Eagle 17. Ko with a win gains induction into the Hall of Fame because they do it based on points, and she's one point shy, and the win would get her in. So Nellie Corda, Eagle 17, and is the only golfer in the field that birdied 18 to force the playoff. And then Code chokes like a dog, three putting from 10 feet, and Corda wins. You, you got that right. I actually had it on the other TV because I saw a social media post on X. And I'm like, oh, I'll throw this on and watch the playoff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ten foot for birdie. Leaves it four feet short and misses the four-footer. Yeah. 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 So um, that Italian, uh, Yannick Sinner, the guy who took out uh, Djokovic. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he won the Australian. Interestingly, though, he lost the first two sets. See, Medvedev got to the final after he lost the first two sets in the semi, and he came back and won in five. So he figured he'd return the favorite to Sinner. He'd win the first two sets, and then Sinner would come back and win in five. It's his first Grand Slam title. Not many Italian men have won Grand Slam uh, events, by the way. Hey, one other golf note. Did you see that Angel Cabrera was in first place in, uh, what was the name of the tournament? It was a KFT event. Uh, anyway, in Argentina, it was the South Open. Okay. He was leading it. He just spent two years in prison for domestic violence. Which, of course, begs the question, did they have a simulator? Hello. Too soon? Wow. 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 But, uh, did they years? have a simulator? Well, how do you explain two years out of the joint? He got out of the joint like a few weeks ago. Anyway, he was leading. He ends up finishing third, three shots back. I mean, he's like in his 50s now, isn't he? I think Angel's in his 50s. I mean, Angel won the U.S. Open in 07. Won the Masters, I think, in 09. I mean, you know, it's a while ago. 
54. Like, yeah. So, is that inappropriate for me to throw that line out? I'm just wondering. I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. He seems, seems pretty sharp. It would make me question the Argentinian justice system. That's all. Well, I think when we're looking at justice systems, I don't know how much the Argentinian holds up. I'm guessing he could have bribed a few people to get a simulator in there. I mean, you know, Adam in our Twitch chat room suggesting a golden tee. So what? That's not going to help you in a real tournament. No. Uh, Eight minutes before the hour. That was. That was the starting five every weekday morning at this time on Miller and Moulton. And for those of you going, man, you guys are spending a lot of time on other things. Yeah, we've got one football game left. Uh, that's how this works, you know. End of January, there aren't many games left. Spring training's in less than three weeks. You know, March Madness is like six weeks away. Come on now. Hell, the NBA playoffs start in like nine weeks. I mean, get with the program here. Come on. They're all going, what about the draft? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Lions draft are what, 29th? Because the Ravens end up, right. you know, they have the better record, so they'll draft 30th. Yep. So. Wonder what corner will still be available for the Lions when they pick. Kool-Aid McKinstry. <laughs> draft will be in Detroit, too. That'll be raucous. Not as raucous as it could have been, though. Nice to hear from Trent there. I'm curious, at any point at halftime, did you look at tickets to Vegas? No, not at halftime. No. He had that mapped out before the game. Was already taken care of. And Detroit goes down in flames, as do the Ravens. We'll talk about that and more coming up on the other side. Thanks so much for listening. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network.